Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. And I'm Kristen. Kristen is back. Yay. Welcome I'm back from, from South Dakota. Yep. I guess welcome back. Your home is South Dakota. So welcome back to the Atlas home. How's yep. that? Well, I used to live here, so it's kind of my second home. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So Kristen, again, uh, as she has done previous times, has brought us some more beer from South Dakota. This time, Lost Cabin Beer Company, Rapid City, South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Tell us, tell us, give us a little bit of background on Lost Cabin. Like, so, how did you discover them the first time? Um, I think I just discovered them through other people and just Facebook and whatever. And my husband and I always kind of... <laughs> Keep an eye on the. Wow, you've got a drinking problem. <laughs> it is such a. It is so good that we don't. There's no video with this. I just made a giant mess. This crowler couldn't have been any more full. I think that's the second mess. Don't take a picture of this. <clears throat> no, I need to. Peterson, gosh darn it! I just need to document this. <laughs> all right. That's all. Oh no! And now and now Jamie's got to. That's for the here. official Atlas page. There. Oh, my this is just for my personal scrapbook. <laughs> This okay, Kristen, please continue. Okay, so yeah, my husband and I just checked out the. Um, Do you know how brewery. to pour a beer? What's <laughs> I'm what? sorry about this. <laughs> I don't understand what's I, happening. My goodness. What is happening? I don't even want to give you my glass, but I'm going to. <laughs> Holy cow. Okay. I'm going to wait here, until I'm gonna he like pours. Dry that off happen. here for you. There, there. That's oh, that's better. better. Thank See? you. See? It only took. Look, and it's still smooth. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. That was really bad, This Rich. is really, really bad. All right. Kristen, please. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, my husband and I just went and, and checked it out, as we do with any kind of brewery that opens up, and mm-hmm. and um, it, it's very cool. Like, when Lost Cabin, like, it, you kind of feel like you're in a Lost Cabin. It's a very kind of rustic, remote feeling, but super comfy, cozy atmosphere. Um, they often have food trucks outside, and... Um, um, it's just, they have board games. You can sit at the big, you know, wooden handmade, you know, tables and, and play kind of any vintage board game that you can find. And it's just really fun. Very family friendly then. Yes. And dog friendly. Okay. Okay. They let their people bring their dogs in. As any good brewery should. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I might have missed this in the whole debacle that you did, but where where is this place? What town are we in? Well, this is actually in Rapid City. Rapid Rapid City. City. Okay. Where I live. So, yeah. <laughs> so what I can see right now, just of the artwork after you've cleaned it up, uh, mm-hmm. very cool Crowler logos. I like those quite mm-hmm. a bit. Mm-hmm. It's got like the, f- like a wood background feel. Yep. Uh, nice trees in there. It looks good. So the, the beer that you brought us two different ones, the hazy mm-hmm. IPA I'm, we're, I'm saving for, for himself, for I, myself. Yeah, I did bring that just for you. That I might share with Brian. I don't know, maybe. And this one here, Brian Brian has corrected me multiple times. This one's called Power Wolf. It's a Schwartz beer. Schwartz? Schwartz? You're, you're super close. It's okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Add a V into that, how you're saying it's Schwartz beer. Schwartz beer. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Schwartz. And it's German for black beer. Oh. That's a literal translation. Mm, okay. So what it is, basically, um, it's on the doorsteps of a stout. It's very similar with the uh, roasted malts. That's what's giving it this color. Okay. So it's going to be like um, the beginning stages of that. So it'll be kind of roasted, dark. You'll get some chocolate and coffee flavors with this beer. Um, if they took it a little bit further, you could get it to a porter or a stout. But this is kind of like starting out on that level. 
the smell reminds me of a Oktoberfest. So okay, am, am that's I, good. Am I not too far off? Well, then? let's take. I haven't. All right, we'll try it. Yeah, Power Wolf. That's just a cool name. Schweier's beer. Yeah, that's good. It's a lager, so it's cold fermented. Um, it's just like uh, a lot of the beers we've had before. Only difference is the roasted malt and the, uh, the notes of this thing. So just just be a little bit roasty. I would argue this like this is nothing we've had before. Flavor wise, different. Yeah. yeah. But wow. s- same family of beers. This is a beer that you would want to drink cold. You don't want this to get warm. No. Hmm. So the first drink was I did not. Oh, whoa. I don't know if you saw my face there, but I did. Yeah. The first drink was not very good at all. The now the second one's better. Just you were expecting something else. I was expecting something completely different. Mm, I think it's good. Well, an expectation can kind of set you up to fail. Absolutely. Like your oh, palate. No, and then, see, yeah. Third drink is good. I can drink a lot of that then. Yeah. Yeah. I, that, this is true with everything he does. <laughs> yeah. First, that's, that's true. It's like first time I. Uh, Whoa. Third time. This might be a. This might be one of the best beers I've ever had. <laughs> there's some. There's some soap in the line or something. Something doesn't taste right. No, then it's fine. Then you're good. Then you're acclimated. Right. I would also throw out here. Um, I don't know how clean these glasses are. You know, I try, but that could that could have something. I did, to I do did with notice it. you wash it out with the hand soap. I do. Which oh, I, I guess it's fine. I, don't I do. Because otherwise, the the other option that I've seen around here, yeah, is just let it sit in the sink for a week mm, and then that's gross. Wipe it down. Mm-hmm. So I, I I did wash them. Yes. I don't think I've washed my coffee cup in mm. however many years. I rinse it out. How's that? Is that okay? Let's talk about the beer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this should be uh, alcohol range for this style. Should be like on the low end, four point five to f- maybe six at the top, at the very top. They wrote five on the Okay, so five ABV, so that's good. That's really good. Um, These can be sometimes bitter just because of the way that that it's brewed and boiled because the style is probably, let's see, I think the first time I I found it documented was 1390 Mm. and then like continuously made since 1530s is what I found. Um, So that's definitely old school, and that's how used to make beer old school way. So hops and stuff like that would be in the boil and and giving it that bitterness that you usually don't like well yes so it's not like we're not drinking like a bitter ipa but there is there can be some bitterness to these kinds of beer okay um but also they can sometimes end up a little bit sweet like an Mm -hmm. oktoberfest that might have been what you were smelling Mm -hmm. um honestly that's what i expected and maybe that's why the first the first drink wasn't yeah i could see that i guess yeah so here's what's interesting. Knowing what we've known, what what we've talked about so far through however many of these episodes, um, if this so the black beer, right, and it's mm-hmm. been around for however long, fifteen hundreds, whatever. Yeah. It, they had no refrigeration back then. So no. how are they keeping it cold? I mean, is it just they're in just the ground, putting it in the ground, in the ground, in a cave, in the wherever? But okay. it's yeah, for sure. Wow. Um, that's why this style of beer <clears throat> is prevalent in the northern United States. Loggers uh, are everywhere in Minnesota, Wisconsin, North South Dakota, yep. Upper East Coast, because it's always cold and it has always been cold. Uh-huh. Even in the summer, it doesn't get that warm. Yep. So if you've got a storm cellar or a root cellar, you're going to be fine. You can you can make beer in that sort of stuff. Root cellar. Mm-hmm. That's not something I think I, I heard from the farm, you know, <laughs> your root vegetables yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. Interesting. So uh, there's a brewery in Germany, and I, I know I'm not going to say this right, but I'm going to say Krostritzer. And they've been making this beer since 1534. Wow. We can buy it here in the, in the United States, but they've been making it ever since then, 
1530s. Huh. Pretty cool. Um, this style is super big in what would be considered Eastern Germany. Not East Germany like it used to be, but just Eastern Germany. And this okay. is like their regional style of beer that they make. Huh. Um, some United States versions you might have had or you can get. Sam Adams has a black lager that would be very similar to this. Okay. Um, there is one from New Belgium called 1554. Yes. You might have seen. Mm-hmm. That's also a version of this style. I beer. thought that was a Saison. I didn't think. Nope. No? Okay. Interesting. It's, a, it's a, a good, I would say it's a good version of this. Oh. This one is probably a little bit more roasty. That one's a little bit darker in color. Okay. Maybe truer to the t- definition of black that we would think of. But, mm-hmm. you know, when this was named or whatever, this is this was black. So Interesting. Those are a couple of the the versions I could find. But it's not a very popular or prevalent style. It's not one that I see on menus a whole lot. Kristen, <laughs> what was your the motivation behind bringing this one? Was it one that they had just done? or I had tried it um, mm-hmm. the last time we were there um, a few weeks ago. Okay. And I just... And in, in, in drawn to the IPAs, like I had had the Hazy um, IPA that they do, which is really good, and a couple others. They have a Sodank um, IPA uh, yeah. play on the Sodak um, word wordage, but I just, I kind of like to, you know, kind of go back and forth between like a dark beer. If it's kind of a, I don't know. I kind of like that multi roasted, hmm. you know, rounded flavor. I don't know. I just, yeah, if you like, like coffee, you'd like this yeah. style of beer. I guess that's that. And that's the weird like anomaly with me is I love coffee. Yeah. If I had to, this was a conversation Seitner and I had a while back. Uh, as, as we're in an airport just waiting for an airplane. Like, if you had to give up coffee or beer, like you had to give up either coffee or beer, mm-hmm. what would mm-hmm. you give up? Well, here's that's a tough question. Mm-hmm. Do I want to live a long time? I'd probably give up the beer. Mm. Do I want to live enjoyably? I'd probably give up the coffee. Hmm. Interesting. I can do I give up to... coffee. Yeah. yeah, I don't have to. I can, I can I, do with or without it. I could not give up coffee. I've done it before. I've done both before. Hmm. You've given up beer? Yeah, for sure. Really? Yeah. When I used to come back from Mardi Gras, when I would go down, this is uh, pre-craft beer, mm-hmm. I would like physically need to give it up for a mm-hmm. while because I had had so much, you know, like yep. beer, like Bud Light in my mm-hmm. veins and stuff for yeah. a week. Uh, and then it just became a test of like, can I do it? Uh-huh. And then it became a thing of like, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people don't expect me to do it. And I love to do things that people don't expect me to do. Sure. That's just me. That's in my DNA. So, um, yeah, for sure. Hmm. Okay. That'd be tough. But it I makes you appreciate it more when you come back to it, too. This has nothing to do with anything. But I I, uh, I had to order. And this is had to is, is a stretch. I understand. Right. You needed it. I had to order a Bud Light Lime the other day. I'm not. Imp- I'm not proud of it. Okay. But I drank it, and it was rather refreshing. There you go. I'm not proud of it. Were you at a Mexican restaurant? No. 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 Because I kind of think it goes well with, you know, oh, sure. the right type of food. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's that was just. I was kind of embarrassed. I sent a picture to Corey, and I said, "I'm not proud of this," but <laughs> it had a lime in it too, and it was hot. Oh. It was hotter for a, for Nebraska. Oh, the temperature. Mm-hmm. I thought the beer. No, no, and that was the problem. They were having the place where we went to eat was having problems with their taps. And the, you, so you, the tap beer was warm, and you couldn't order that. And so it was like Bush Light, I don't even know, Miller Light, Bud Light Lime. Like, that was the bottle selection. Like um, there's, there's no shame in that one. I, mm-hmm. I've i had a couple of those myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, uh, just kind of, yeah, kind of nice. The other reason I ordered that one is because of the name. I mean, Power Wolf. Power Wolf. I mean, it's a you cool have name. to. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I love and, it. And it ended up being really good. And my husband ordered something different. 
And he tasted mine, and he's like, you want to trade? Mm. I'm like, no, I don't. Is, is he a dark beer guy generally, too, or is he We IPAs? do both, yeah, okay. IPAs typically, and uh, we'll throw a, a dark beer. Um, he likes a black IPA as well. Oh, he likes a, a good... uh-huh. style that you don't see too much of. And, and they, they have a good black IPA. We haven't done a black IPA, have we? I don't mm, think... Not on here, not yet. No. No. Next, next time, I will bring one. Mm. Oh, Okay. So here's what I found out about the brewery. I'll touch on this real quick, and yeah. and then uh, we'll we'll find out what what Brian's got for us here. Uh, Lost Cabin Beer Company is this is super awesome. It's on Omaha Street. It is. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've been there. Omaha yeah. Street. Isn't that there cool? Fourteen oh one West Omaha Street, number three, Rapid City, South Dakota. Open Monday through Thursday, three to ten. Friday and Saturday, noon to eleven. Saturday noon to seven. Um, and I know you've got a little more detail on this, which I find super interesting. Founded by, they both have really long, confusing last names. So I'm just going to go with first names. Jesse and Tom. Mm-hmm. Jesse and Tom founded it. Uh, combined 20 years home brewing experience. Uh, they were introduced to each other by their wives. Yes. And back opened the brewery in 2016. So it hasn't yeah. been around real long. Mm-hmm. So you... You actually know, you have some backstory on this. Yes. So when my husband and I went, when they first opened, we went in and just kind of started chatting with um, the bartender who is one of the founder's wives. And um, so she just kind of started telling us like, you know, how they kind of got started and where they came from. And we kind of, I kind of like to know the backstory on a local brewery. I think it's kind of, you know important to know it's community so um she told us that um, she and the other founder's wife um had worked together and became really good friends and just started hanging out a lot and they introduced their husbands and um they kind of never saw their husbands after that they were homebrewing and just really kind of um doing that seriously and they'd they'd come out of the the house or you know the girls would be outside <laughs> drinking wine or whatever and they'd come up and say okay try this try this one try this one and then they just decided to go for it so this sounds like a win-win all around mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. there's there's nothing better than having a friend who is a good home brewer yeah mm. yeah i mean you don't want you don't want to drink bad homebrew mm. but good homebrew yeah if you have a friend that wants to share it off and like share it with mm. you that is awesome yeah yeah, yeah. So the space that they that they are in is just it it is it's just one of my favorite places to go. It, you always feel welcomed. It's just a super laid back. They have kind of community tables, so you're sitting at a long table with a bunch of other people. And um, like I said, there's board games and just fun mm. and laid back. Everybody that works there, um, the wives they like they bartend like every every you know you can see them there daily. Yeah. Um, so they still work for themselves, like the, you know. And everybody is so friendly, super um, knowledgeable, and we just always have a good experience when we go in there. We take our kids in there sometimes, okay. and, you know, they have a fun time, too. That is, and I've said this before, it's one of Maddox's favorite things to do when we're out doing mm-hmm. whatever. He loves going to breweries. One, because there's board games. Generally, yeah. there's TVs, uh, yeah. and, and there's always some sort of, like, sort of, like craft pop soda option yes. or something for yep. kids yeah. and so yeah. then he seems like he's super cool because he's drinking out of the bottle too yep. or whatever yeah and there was as a kid i mean i was lucky enough to when i was you know down on the farm it was saturday and it was pitch day going to town with my grandpa and he'd play mm. pitch with his buddies yep that was like a, a glimpse into being an adult right like it was so oh. awesome to go into mm-hmm. a bar yeah. like i wasn't you know 
he would give me some money and play. I would play. They had a pinball game. And then if I was lucky, I would get some M&Ms at the end of the day if I was wow. really good. But that was like some of my favorite things to do as, as a kid, you know? So I can yeah. I can just imagine if this was there. Plus, just fun to see people, you know, right. go out and about. And mm-hmm. I don't, that's, I think it's fun. There is no, there is never a lack of things to do at a brewery, generally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if sure. there isn't board games, then they have bags or ladder ball or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, just being outside, fire pits, that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. That For um, St. Patrick's Day, they brought in a huge... Uh, um, they were all playing bagpipes and were just going around in the parking lot and then through the beer or through the bar and out like they have a garage door that opens and nice out there and it was it was really it was it was fun it was it was a good time <laughs> all right Brian what do you what do you got for us on so this one then I wanted to just pick up some um, touristy things around the area yeah so if you're a nurse working around and and look you can't well maybe you can go to here every day but let's say you don't want to go here every day Mm -hmm. there's a lot of other things around this area so what i'm going to do is is hit us up with them and i'm going to get your like uh maybe just quick inside opinion is it worth it is it not what's the best thing about it so these maybe aren't in exactly the town but they're close or they're you know within a day's jaunt um Gateway to the Black Hills is what I heard. Is that the slogan of the town? All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Gateway to obviously, the West. Mount Rushmore. Oh. Have you been? Oh, yes. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Many yeah. times. Many times. Is it cliche for you now to go there? Like, is it just like, uh, let's go back to Mount Rushmore? No. Honestly, it is one of the most beautiful places in our country. Mm-hmm. I mean, it never gets old when you go in and you and you kind of are driving up and you see it. Um, it's kind of like you're seeing it for the first time every time. It's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's just so cool, and there's just so much um, meaning to it. And you know, it's just a, it's just a really cool thing. We actually they do Easter up at Mount Rushmore, oh. and so we typically will go up there, um, you know, and take the kids and go. They have mm-hmm. a huge, you know, it's kind of a, a kind of a bowl, you know, stadium mm-hmm. type. Um, and it's just pretty cool to they usually bring in a really cool like music act yep. and the acoustics are I mean it's like red rocks you know yeah. it's it's just amazing huh. so we usually will do that and it's always it's always a nice time and I like I like being able to take nurses I've taken a couple nurses up, up to Mount Rushmore yeah. and and they love it they old, love it how old are your kids now they are four six and eight okay so and and your boys three mm-hmm. right so I think the first time we took Riley and Scarlett Scarlett was probably she's seven. She'll be seventeen at the end of this month. Uh, she was five mm-hmm. the first time we took her. So that means Riley was seven. Uh, it was perfect. It was just perfect. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. They called it. The, they called them the big heads. Yep. So it was the faces. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I think when I when I think of that, there's two things I think of. One is like, um, just the ingenuity mm-hmm. and like yes. the effort that it took. Like. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't like a safe thing that they did. No, and like to watch the documentaries or the footage of them doing it, like it's just crazy that they yeah. would even think that this would be a good idea, right? right. Yep. So that's the first thing I think of because when I went there, I was like, "Wow, that's yeah, that's pretty cool." Right. And the second thing is probably in almost thirty years now of being with my wife, the best photograph I ever took of her was at at the monument, but facing mm-hmm. the other way. So like my back was to the heads, and she was against this big slate. Mm. Yes. Rock. Mm-hmm. And it was it's the been the best photograph of her I ever took in thirty years. So awesome. whenever I see it I think of, of that. So mm. um fun place to go for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, all amazing. ages. Yeah. And it's in uh, a Hitchcock movie. 
It is North by Northwest. Oh, look at that. One I of wondered my if they still have a cafeteria like that, do they? They do. Nice. Yes. Really? There's like yes. a big, like, a, I don't want to, you know, spoilers for a 60 year old mm-hmm. movie, but mm-hmm. there's like a fake murder that happens in the cafeteria. It's pretty cool. I need to watch this movie now. Uh, it's, rep- it's good. Very good. Reptile Gardens. Uh, yes, for kids, especially. I mean, I think if you have a family, then it, it is worth it. Definitely for kids, but mm-hmm. I think it's it's worth it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Custer State Park. Um, have you been? I have. What do you think? I liked it. I've seen better. It's, um, <laughs> I've seen better. Buffalo no, it, parks. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. I think um, it's great, too. There's some there. great history there. That mm-hmm. was one, like, Teddy Roosevelt, I, that was a, you know, he was a, he's a huge, huge figure in, um, the, the, the western part of the state, out mm-hmm. in the Black Hills. He loved the Black Hills. So that, that's, that's kind of cool. But yeah, you can drive through, uh, do not touch or try to feed or go up to a buffalo. Like, yeah, it's crazy that you have to tell people that, but you do. <sighs> right. Remember that guy last year that was out like punching him or whatever? Yeah. Like Yellowstone and stuff. Yes. They had to like arrest him. So that stupid. guy's crazy. So I, every time, like, I've, when I've been to places like this, you will always see people breaking the rules. Yeah. Yes. It's always at Yellowstone, too, and they always get, it's it's always, always. sometimes deadly. Like, yeah. It's not safe. It's your fault. It's yeah. your own fault. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And of course, then they kill the animal, too. They're like, oh, the animal attacked the dude. Well, the dude was, was like feeding him Pringles. And then he was trying to ride him. Yeah. So let's take that into account. R- right. Yeah. yeah. He was fifty yards over the line of where uh, he was supposed to. Yeah. He's not on the trail. I remember yeah. one. I, th- I can't remember where it was. Maybe it might have been at Yellowstone. There's this place where there was like Arctic tundra. Okay. Technically, mm-hmm. and like you weren't supposed to step on it. Oh yeah. Because it was like a thousand years old or something, and there's just people walking over like just. just I was just gonna it. go over there. What like, the bathrooms over there's there? There's a sign, man. Yeah, come on, yeah. have some respect. Yeah. I don't know. People, people ruin stuff. They do. That's why we have to have these parks, man. Otherwise, yep. it'd all be gone. Exactly. Uh, Wind Cave, Jewel Cave. I've been to Wind Cave. Um, I've never been to either one of those no. caves. No, I've um, never been there. I've been to a couple others, but Wind, I've never been to those. Wind I've Cave was good, fun. But it was like an actual cave, like what I feel like a cave, you know, in okay. your mind when you're a kid and you think about a cave and then you go in there and then they turn out the light mm. and it is dark. It's like dark. Mm-hmm. Like you've never seen. It's dark. like dark inside of me. Dark. Mm. It's dark. It's dark. It's darker <laughs> than this beer. It's dark. That's like how you're... dark it is. Dark. Like you're so totally cool. fun though. Like it's, it was, uh, from what I remember a decent little walk to get there and we had a guided tour, um, it was fun. I would def- if you're in the area, check it out for sure. Yeah. And then um, let's see. One other thing I had was Deadwood. It's pretty close, right? Mm-hmm. Ish. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They. So I. I mean, I wouldn't. It's kind of neat to just kind of drive through and say you've been mm-hmm. there and kind of walk the walk Main Street. They do mm. the reenactments of, um, you know, the the TV Hickok. show. No. Oh. No. I know that was a. We loved that show, mm. Deadwood yeah. on Movies, HBO. I think wrapped shooting now. It's, Post production. They, Did they, they do? had a Deadwood movie? They're working on it right now, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Interesting. Yeah, with, with, I don't know. Most of the people that survived it, huh. I guess, this, the show. Okay. Yeah, so it'll be out soon. Oh, I'll huh. have to check that out. Hmm. Um, I don't know. It's it, They have a couple restaurants and, and casinos and, um, you know, for like Mardi Gras, you know, Halloween, um, St. Patrick's Day, they do crazy events and, and people like to go up and, and just kind of, you know, 
drink and get crazy. But there are some, there's actually, they do um, live concert events. And so basically what you can do, they do it for the days of 76 and then they do it for Wild Bill days, Wild Bill Hickok. Mm -hmm. Um, So they, you can go and like set your chairs out, like your your folding chairs Mm -hmm. in the middle of Main Street. They have a stage at one end. And then you can buy these plastic pint glasses for like five bucks Mm -hmm. and then it's open container so you can go watch your you can so you come back have your you know your con the concert starts um and you can just go from bar to bar Mm -hmm. and pay like a you know they they're you know really cheap Mm -hmm. and you can have open container and just hang out and watch your watch the concert interesting yeah there's a really good winery pretty close to Deadwood that I went to one time. Really? Yeah. Which one? I have to think. I have a picture I can look up later, but I can tell you what it was. Was it Prairie Berry? Yep. That was the one. Okay. Yeah. That, that is um, actually in Hill City. Okay. South Dakota. So, you know. It's... I think, and there was, at the end of the street, there was like a, maybe this was back when I was there, but there was like a, they had like a shop. Like that winery had a shop, maybe just in the summertime. Hmm. You could buy their bottles. There was like a tasting room or like a tap room, but it was oh, for yeah. the winery. Interesting. At the end of at the end of the road. There. So that's a huge place, and now they they also have a brewery as well. Nice. Called oh, Minor cool. Minor Brewing, which is another one mm-hmm. of our favorites. That's one of the biggest breweries in South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, uh, my my experience with Deadwood is my experience with Deadwood is that it it's not kid super kid friendly. No. It's more for it's more an adult thing. Well, yeah, it's gambling and like gunfight history. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I guess there, that. there is a is the Kevin Costner restaurant still there though? <clears throat> he sold that um, mm. a, a few years ago. That's too bad. Yeah. There was some fun like Kevin Costner movie props and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like all the so. memorabilia. Yeah, Field like of Dreams, Dance with Wolf stuff, Dance with everything. Wolf, right? yeah. yeah, tons of tons of good stuff. Yeah. But there are also, um, so Deadwood and Leed, the city of Leed, like mm-hmm. they're kind of like those twin little cities right mm-hmm. there. Um, there are some really cool, um, there's like the Adams House and the museum, and there's also the open cut um, where they are, like it goes like six stories deep. And so you can go to the Homestake, <coughs> it's the Homestake um, Museum, and you can go and 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 learn about the the, the mining that oh. that has been going on for years and still goes on. Hmm. So um, you at the back of this museum is where the mine. I mean, it just is it's open cut, so mm. it is deep. So they let you. There's a driving range, so you can always get a hole in one. So you wow. can do that. So that the is kind of cool. time I'd ever have one <laughs> ever. He's a putter. Yes. Yeah. So that is something that's kind of unexpected that huh. people don't know a lot about, but is very, very cool and unique to that part of the country. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I got one for you. Okay. Bear Country, USA. I've never been, but it sounds like the kind of place where there's tame-ish bears. Tame-ish, yes. Like there's still bears. Like it, you wouldn't want to tickle one or anything. Right, no. But no. Uh, yeah. They're... Don't feed the bears. Don't right. get out Especially of Especially at this place. You yeah, get a you, you drive through. It's like a drive through park mm-hmm. or okay. whatever. Which is, have you been here? Have you? Oh been? yeah, many times. Yeah, yeah. It's super cool. There's bears everywhere. If you go when they feed them, it's awesome. Yeah. Mm. Like they're just chucking big things of produce out, and the bears are eating them Boring. and climbing trees. And I want it to be like Jurassic Park. Put the goat in there, man. <laughs> Let's see what's up. Well, there's some mountain goats. Oh. There's yeah. some mountain goats and bighorn sheep mm-hmm. and elk and reindeer and yeah. Um, 
the the wolves, the white, the 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 Arctic wolves. Um, there's some the of the power like, wolf by chance. Power, power wolf, wolf. Yeah, he's had some. They've had some. I'm ashamed those wolves aren't aren't uh, taking more advantage of the easy kills that are in the Bear Country USA. Well, you would think. so they have the um, the greats. And so they can't go anywhere. So they're like in the open, but they can't mm-hmm. go anywhere because they will fall in mm. the grades. They need to figure out how to get over those. Uh, they are currently working on it, I guarantee you. Absolutely. They are thinking a, a plan through. <laughs> and we'll see it on the news someday. Absolutely. Wolf There's attack. some buffalo there, too, actually, that you can mm-hmm. see. Mm. A few. It is That fun. sounds it's, good. It's fun. So lots of options. Absolutely. Around yeah. here. Yes. God, I've, I think we said this in the last episode. I love this part of the country. Yep. I would go yeah. back there in a minute. Oh, so beautiful. You're always welcome. There Let's used to be this. a place. This was back... Okay, so this was back the first time we went. It was called Roo Ranch. Roo, oh, yes. R-O-O. Remember Roo Ranch? It's kangaroos. Kangaroos. Yes. Huh. Mm-hmm. And it was great. It's not. I don't think it's there anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's too uh, totally off topic, but related to kangaroos. Did you ever see the episode of the Beverly Hillbillies that had the kangaroo? No. Uh, <laughs> Granny, right? She yeah. had some particularly strong moonshine one day. Mm. And there was a kangaroo. It was a boxing kangaroo, like you did back in the 50s or 60s. Where? This is real. And, uh, well, not that, but it's a real TV show. (laughs) Um, And it escaped from the circus or whatever, and it ended up in her backyard. Mm -hmm. And she thought it was like a really big mouse. Oh. And it went around, like, until she had to, like, punch it in the kitchen. She had, like, a showdown with this kangaroo that was wearing (laughs) boxing gloves. They're they're mean. (laughs) Oh, granny, mean. a yeah. boxing kangaroo. Yeah, that's I remember that. That was a good episode. One of the one of the penultimate. Episodes. Granny was you didn't mess with her. No, she you did not. Cookie. I'm gonna guess Granny won. Did she win? I think yeah. It was yeah? TKO. Mm. <laughs> yeah, man. Once again, humans are terrible. <laughs> Putting boxing gloves on a. On I'm a, guessing a, like animal wrangling mm. was different back then. Possibly, you know, it probably wasn't as regulated as is now mm. on the TV show, but yeah, <laughs> had a chance. She was like an eighty-year-old woman, you know, and it was a full-grown kangaroo. Man, what other spots do you have on your list? Anything yeah. else? Uh, the only other thing I wrote down uh, was a couple things. Well, a couple of things, um, not spots, but just little factoids I thought were cool. Nineteen thirty. Is that uh, middle of the depression around there? Yeah. Close. Yeah. 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 Uh, the Chamber of Commerce. Mm-hmm. They write a letter and they say, "Hey, Al Capone, why don't you come here? Why don't you come live here? We got no problem with what you're doing. Wow, just show up here." Sure. And the governor was like, "What? No, no, <laughs> you can't come here." So he didn't get to come. Uh, uh, and then the population of the town I see is around seventy thousand ish, is what I found. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1940, it was fourteen thousand people, and then in 1948, it was almost twenty-eight thousand people. And the reason for that was a Army Air Force Base, Rapid City Army Air Base was built. And a lot of people came in the 40s to that area for that reason. Uh, So that's, you know, wartime, World War II, prepping and building up and that sort of stuff. Uh, And then the only other, I looked at some famous folks from this town, uh, Adam Vinatieri. Mm -hmm. Know him? Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's older than me. He's older than you. No. He's still in the NFL. No. No, no, no. Really? I think, I think he he's, graduated in like 90... He's 46. Okay. So 90. Probably 90. Really? He's still in the NFL. I don't... I, he is the all-time scoring leader for the NFL. Okay. Well, that I do believe. Yes. All-time postseason scoring person in the NFL. More field goals than anybody. Yep. 
and uh, is from that town. Born in 1972. You're, yeah, you're right. I think he has a house there, and I think he built his parents a house not too far from us. I used to work with his brother back in the day at State Farm. Did you really? Yeah. He went to, like, North Dakota, South Dakota State? Was that it? I think so, yeah. I can't remember where he went to, where hmm. he went to college. Interesting. So, yeah, he's from there. So he knows all about Dinosaur Park and Reptile Gardens. There we go. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I got. Kevin Costner is a huge fan of the area. Um, because as, of Dancing with Wolves, right? I mean, well, was... he came out, and and that was 30 years ago next year. Dancing with Wolves? Yeah, 19, uh, 1990. We are old. So we watched it um, a few weeks ago, and it was kind of cool to see some of the stuff. you know. And my mm-hmm. husband was like, well, there's Spearfish Canyon, and there's so-and-so. And, and it was just kind of cool, but um, his parents still live in Rapid City. Oh. They moved out there, and so they, they yeah. live there. But he, yeah, he he fell in love with it. I used to stalk Kevin Costner at the College World Series because yes. I want him to sign a baseball for me. Yeah. I don't have a signed Kevin Costner baseball. Mm. Maybe this year. Maybe. I don't know. I'll sign one for you. Mm. I'll put his name on As Kevin Costner? Yeah. Could you write the little cool for the love of the game? If you want. Little that's extra. Description that's like on five that. bucks extra, mm. but I'll do it. Five bucks. That's, that's cheap. I'll wear a Stanford hat, too. Perfect. All right. Yep. Done. Awesome. One more thing on your, you're talking about the Air Force Base. So Ellsworth Air Force Base is um, one of the top Air Force bases in the country. And we, it was just announced a couple weeks ago that we will be the first Air Force Base to get the B-27. We have the B-1. Yeah. And now we will be getting, or B-27, B-21, whatever it is. But it's the, it's the next amazing fighter hmm. plane that is that how is, big so is that really Air Force excited base? Is I, it big? yeah it's an, it's a good size oh. yeah so it's ours, as, ours is still underwater mm, that is true yeah yeah and it got hit by lightning did you see that i did see that that, that was, was crazy yes. so all right i'm gonna look up the untapped rating any okay. ideas on the untapped rating <clears throat> for this beer i would wager that there's hardly any check-ins for this one mm, you're probably right and then i mm. would also wager the people that have checked into it um, I'm gonna go. Th- I'm gonna say three point three five. Power Wolf, uh, two hundred and ninety four ratings. That's pretty small. Pretty small. Yeah. Three point eight two. Ooh, nice. Not bad. Very good. Not Very bad. Good. Five percent. Twenty eight IBUs. I would argue with the twenty. I'm sorry, twenty six IBUs. I would argue it's maybe a little bit, uh, a little bit more bitter than that. Hmm. Maybe. Well, you're used to drinking IPAs that have 10 IBUs now still, so it yeah. is more bitter than what you're used to, yeah. but that's still very low on the IBU scale. I can't argue with the 3.82, though. That's a that's fair. Yeah, that's, that's totally fair. I would love I like to it. drink a big glass of this mm-hmm. in Deadwood at the bar. If they, mm. Do they distribute, or is it only this place? Well, they just brewery. started doing four-packs of cans, and I was going to bring Rich the, the hazy IPA in four-packs, and they had sold mm. out, so I, was, yeah. I had to get the Crowlers. That's a good sign. Yeah. yeah. It's a really good yeah, They have a pecan porter um, that always sells mm, out, too. That sounds good. Notice it's pretty decent. Pecan. Not pecan? Not pecan. pecan. We had this conversation <laughs> yeah, before. Yeah, we did. Yes. <laughs> pecan. It's supposed to be a north-south thing. Yeah, I think it is. So, All right. Well, Kristen, thank you so much. I really appreciate... Uh, first, I, I appreciate you coming back. Secondly, yeah. I appreciate you uh, bringing the beer This was probably Absolutely. the most on-the-rails podcast we've ever done. Kind of. We really didn't stray too far. And mm. it was informative. It was probably like the... Technically, the best one. I think, from a technical standpoint, it might be the best like one. Someone actually listened to this and learned something. I'm like, mm. oh, I can maybe go here. <laughs> no. I, I, think I so. always like it when we get off the rails. Well, that's the next one. Yeah, there we go. All right. 
Kristen, Brian, thank you. Yep, thanks for having me. We'll see you next week. <laughs>